the um the last heavy metal show at the the pit like in that building they had where i defeated thomas munoz for the for the acw uh under 30 title and that was like that reaction that i got had legitimately almost brought me to tears i missed that show and that's that's another one because I, I never thought I'd get that kind of reaction from that crowd when it happened, and you know no one expects somebody to win a belt from a different promotion. What is up, everybody? Thursday night, 7.30, in the pit, Josh Tamash, as we do every week. And you know I don't really waste a lot of time, so let's get right to it. What is up, my brother? Man, how's it going? Some things have happened since we've been gone last week. Oh, Some my God. active pit members on the wrestling scene <laughs> is a nice way to say it. This this was the absolute craziest weekend of my life. I really, I, I really feel like I'm just now getting caught up on sleep. Uh, <laughs> a week absolutely later. insane weekend we'll, we'll jump right into it we got an amazing guest what's up Biss? actually shout out to Biss, who is the reason we have the guests that we have on tonight Biss was telling me some secrets but not telling me all the juice so i had to bring we had to bring corvus on to get all the answers yeah uh, just, it went yeah. down like hey how about corvus i was like i can get him and here yeah no, literally, <laughs> he's, he's like you ever heard about this i was like no what is it he said no Book Corpus, let him tell you. I was like, oh man, okay, I'll book him. Yep. So here we are. Easy peasy. So, hidden gym. <laughs> ah man. I, I'm super excited to tell you guys about this weekend. And I've actually got a pretty big slot today. Um, we really talked a lot about these shows coming up. It was no holds barred uh weekend. They came to town. Uh no peace came with them. First things first, I really want to make sure that we shout out no peace and no holds barred. Uh Gorlando Death Squad. Crazy Factory, all the guys that we worked with on this show uh, really showed the Baracho crew a lot of love uh, over this yeah. show, over the weekend. I'm going to need a little heads up on what pictures you're wanting. No, you can just go straight to it. I'll tell you when to get to them. Uh, I'm, just try, I'm just trying to shout everybody out. Uh, we sure, sure. Weekend. One of the things that we got to do was we got to go out and work with them. And they had actually enlisted the Baracho crew since both of these companies were traveling um, from separate locations. No Peace coming from Florida, ICW coming from New Jersey. They needed some help getting uh, some stuff for their different shows. So uh, the Baracho crew was here to help out. We were super happy to uh, we were super happy to be involved. One of the things that we decided we were going to do, Juan actually worked with No Peace. Uh, I, I say that he was a really cool promoter. Um, uh, Juan actually worked with No Peace. I worked with ICW, so that's kind of how we were coordinating things. We showed up to the venue with a bunch of stuff. We built all afternoon, and we helped to run three a shows. Lot. And uh, I, I have no particular order. I, I sent Josh pictures. Guys, y'all know how I am. I get caught up in the moment, and I didn't really take very many pictures myself. Um, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, I had a personal goal to take pictures with uh, some talent, and I did do that. I did remember to get my card signed and get some talent pictures, but I had uh, I didn't get a ton of pictures, so we'll go straight into it. I'm trying to – they're loading. No, no, you're good. So I'm actually going to start off the results to uh, – the uh, first match of the night, or the first uh, contest of the weekend, which was the pit. So for those of y'all that uh, didn't remember, this was actually no pieces set up, and that's totally cool because we're just going to slowly go through these pictures. But the pit was actually something that No Holds Barred came down and built. It was something they had never done before. Remember we talked about the pit taking various shapes and different uh, ventures like uh, 
excuse me, in uh, Atlantic City, it was just a pit in the sand and that type of stuff. So the the pit design that they went for was actually based off for those of y'all that have actually ever seen the No Holds Barred movie with uh, Zeus and Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. uh, all, all those different guys. Um, there's a scene in that movie where they find them fighting in a bar, and it's just a pit set up with ropes. And no, uh, ICW came down and replicated that. No piece held a show right after that. So we'll kind of go through these different results. You can go to the next picture, Josh. I'll just talk mm-hmm. about whatever these uh, these couple pictures are at. I'm, um, I'm gonna go from the, like the last ones you sent me, I guess. For that'll except work. for the except for the ones you oh, said to this, for the very. Last. We're gonna actually cover no piece first, then because this is no yeah. piece uh, uh, pictures that I sent first. Let me get the results. So, big shout out to no piece for using a a good deal of Texas talent. Colby Carino uh, was facing Dante Leon. Uh, there was a three way with Pero, Akira, and Oren Vite. Zicky Dice took on Brian Keith. Jimmy Lloyd. Uh, come out with the win against Jeff Gant. That match that you guys were just looking at was actually Neil Diamond Cutter versus Sawyer Wreck. And uh, this was my personal favorite match of No Peace, even though we had a lot of Texas talent. Um, the Baracho crew loves Neil Diamond Cutter, hands down. Neil Diamond Cutter has been uh, really great to us backstage. <laughs> and as we've kind of been on our venture this year, trying to learn different things and, 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 and learn how everybody puts on shows, we've worked with Neil in several different states and several different cities just – ironically so we're all down with neil and neil actually came over with us with sawyer and she he was like hey this is what we want to put together so we kind of helped them gather up a lot of stuff for their match and they killed it man like neil diamond cutter was a a beast like i think neil diamond cutter gets the mvp of the weekend uh, all about but uh Pero was a big one too. Really great show, no piece put on. Uh, I want to just cap off that John Wayne Murdoch did defeat Arrowboy, which was really fun to see Arrowboy uh, at the 502 bar. And we got to see something super cool. It was Masada and Schlack versus Ericus, uh, Ericus, Eric Ryan and Atticus Kogar of 440. So uh, no piece has actually been running uh, a lot of the Masada Atticus feud that, that we saw from GCW. They, they actually ran a lot of side work for that in their oh, show. Nice. Nice. So um, this had a, this, this match had a really cool spot where Masada had actually skewered Eric Ryan and Atticus had skewered Schlack and they were just standing next to each other skewering their opponents. It was super cool to watch. Oh, that's kind of uh, cool. Shout out to No Peace for having a great show. Hold off on the pictures real quick because I'm gonna cover okay. uh, I'm gonna cover No Peace or um, I should always the pit real quick. Eric Ryan defeated Akira in a banger of a match. Justin Kyle, one of my favorites of the weekend that I met. Uh, defeated Brian Keith in what was an amazing match. Guys, if you have IWTV, uh, if you don't get it, if you do, watch the pit. The Texas talent really showed the fuck up. Dale Patrick's versus Scott, uh, the great Scott was amazing, man. It was a fun match. Uh, great Scott always goes hard. And those two have a really good chemistry with each other because Dale is such a baby face right now. And uh, Scotty's got that white hot heat. So um, it was a good one. Oren Fight defeated uh, Brandon Kirk. Schlack beat Satu Jin in another great match. Satu Jin just cannot have a bad match. And in the match he'd waited for his entire career, Neil Diamond Cutter gets to take on Masada. So sorry that you just took down those pictures. Can you put them back up one more time? <laughs> you said uh, it right, on there. Ready to go. So we're going right. backwards. So I'm just going to kind of talk through these pictures. John Wayne Murdoch took on uh, Sadika and No Holds Barred 17 for the title at the end of the night. Earlier in the match, there had been a three-way to to decide the number one contender, and Dale Patricks had won that. So now we have our first official ever number one contender. That was a great match. This picture is actually Danny D'Amato and Larry Legend kicking off the pit. It was a great setup. You can tell in the back that there are those ropes to those poles. They had a hay bale in the corner. 
Uh, really great setup. They were super hyped. The crowd was great. A lot of heavy metal fans in the house, a lot of new fans in the house. And we were told there were even some people at the bar that didn't even really understand that wrestling was taking place. And they came <laughs> back and watched it. Uh, so it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, man, I watched both shows. Y'all saw me dancing? Oh, my God. I don't even know what that's about, but I probably was. Uh, this is Oren Vite. <laughs> Oren Vite came to Texas, and he was all about it. He came full-blown cowboy Oren mode. Uh, and he was he was all about being in Texas. Put on a great match. I believe he was in two separate three ways, uh, or yeah, three ways this weekend, both shows. Um, I drove four and a half hours to San Antonio for ICW No Holds Barred. I don't know who you are, but hell yeah, we're really glad you joined us and and rocked out with it. The next picture is going to um, be uh, probably a good one too. Uh, I'm just so lost. It was such an exciting weekend. Uh, yeah, really big, really big moments for for um, ICW No Holds Barred 17. I want to call out um, Schlack versus Scott Summers. That's Eric Ryan from the night before. Scott yeah. versus uh, yeah. uh, Scott Summers versus Schlack was a banger. Now we're back to No Holds Bar, which was the chains the night before or the night after. Sorry, I'm super worked up. But uh, so Schlack <laughs> is Sorry. facing Scott Summers in his return to the scene. Scott Summers has been off for a while, dealing with like a multitude of injuries. For those of y'all that watched the pit and remember, Scott Summers was actually yeah. supposed to be the original winner of Tournament of Survival. Uh, one, but things went a separate way, and he's still kind of coming back from that. <clears throat> uh, fun fact, uh, Oren Vite was actually an Astros fan before he came to Texas, I believe. Uh, he was a big follower of the Astros for a long time. But uh, – yeah, so it, it was just a great match to come in. Scott Summers looked great. It was brutal. These, these guys probably went through 50, 60 tubes by themselves. Welcome back to the scene, Scott. Uh, really great match. Nightmare Freddy from IWA, uh, IWA Japan way back in the day. This is a legend, guys. This is an ECW Days type of legend. He was there to fight with Headhunter versus uh, Satu oh, Unfortunately, Headhunter couldn't make it. We found out the day of. So Danny DeMonto, the boss himself, stepped in. It was a great match. Uh, I think we saw a little bit more action from the other three than we saw from Freddie. But Freddie had some really good spots. Uh, great setup. I think uh, ultimately one of the big call-outs I want to make from that, from that pay-per-view was Masada versus Akira. What a banger of a match. I mean, Akira's still trying to prove that he's the up-and-comer. He's the new guy on the scene, and he's really just had that opportunity to do so, and they put on a great match. Um, Scotty and Aaron Mercer did so great the first night that ICW of No Holds Barred let them come out and be the opener for the first for the second night. They put on a 13-and-a-half-minute match. It was a stellar contest. Mercer brought an amazing bat to the weekend. It was crazy difficult. If you want to see more about it, check out my Facebook profile. It was insane. I really do want to shout out Mercer and Great Scott. They got 13 and a half minutes to open the show. And when I tell you, I mean, they went hard. It was probably one of the better matches on the card, even though everything was insane. But it was just a great story because we all know, you know, there's not – there's so much violence in, in deathmatch, but sometimes there's not a lot of wrestling. And Scotty and, and, and Mercer really opened it up that way. I'm running out of time, so I'll just wind it down. But, man, it's just a great weekend, great show. ICW weekend was just everything it was supposed to be. Shout out to No Peace for working with the Baracho crew. Shout out to ICW for working with the Baracho crew. Um, real big shout out to my man, Roland. This was crazy. I put this in here. We were, like, at the end of this weekend. This was We had to work all day. Both days, we were crazy. Jonathan was doing his fantasy football punishment, and we just decided we was going to take a shot, and we got a picture with the, the great Roland took our picture, man. that 
I, I'm even blown away by that. And then later That's on, they even they said Red Shoes wanted to take our picture. For those of y'all that are unfamiliar with Red Shoes, we use a lot of That's Red Shoes media for our deathmatch promos. He's a shooter of a lot of different deathmatch and any stuff. He shoots with GCW, ICW, a lot of stuff. Uh, that venue, the Vibe Event Center, had a really badass like red couch back there that everybody was taking pictures with, and it's we got pictures from that as well. It was just a it's great loaded. weekend overall for all your. It's totally cool if it's not loaded. Uh, great weekend it's overall for the for the Baracho crew, for 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 Uno, for Dose, for Trace, everybody in the pit. We got a lot of great interactions with a lot of different people, and uh, just just really good wrestling. If we saw you out there, and uh, we got to say hello. Uh, we did shout out to uh, Stephanie, Patricia, Mark. Everybody came over, said hi to us. Uh, everybody that are pit fans that came over, said hi to us. We loved partying with you guys. We love shedding blood, and we can't wait. Um, real quick, unfortunate announcement: Heavy Metal has announced that they are going to take a hiatus as things kind of heat up with COVID. We all know that Heavy Metal's uh, a little bit closer uh, indoors operation, and they think they want to just be safer and uh, just kind of take a break and let COVID kind of die off. So the September 18th show we had coming up. Uh, it's going to actually be postponed a little bit until COVID kind of dies down and cools off, which I think is a really good idea. It's really heated up here in Austin, like extremely yeah. bad. Our governor has it. Hot Wheels has it. Um, oh, Austin has to wait yeah, for my debut. Much, much respect to uh, much respect to Heavy Metal for for holding it down and always looking out for the fans. We'll definitely still be here. The beach show is still going on next weekend if y'all can make it down there. But uh, yeah, if you have any questions about ICW, anything like that, you want more more content from us, let let, let me know what you want to know. It was an amazing weekend. They will be back for WrestleMania weekend in Dallas. So uh, if you want to check it out, the Baracho crew is already, they've already started talking to us about how we can help. So we're super excited. Very, very cool. That's exciting to be part of the WrestleMania week two it, for any 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 type of wrestling. awesome, man. And, and honestly, the one thing I want to say is shout out to the Baracho crew. Uh, busted their ass, worked together, really killed it. Man, like, I mean, just amazing weekend shout out to everybody that loved wrestling and came out and took a part in that show these deathmatch shows a lot of time have a lot of involvement from the fan base crowds were great mm -hmm. fan base were great wrestlers were great companies were great it was great it was perfect yeah i was so i kept checking in with you just because seeing how things were going and i know i would go hours I, was, I would go hours without looking at my phone like i would be like yeah. I, I hope no one needed me for anything <laughs> <laughs> it was a good it was a good thing though all, all positive reports and happiness. So Absolutely. super stoked about Absolutely. that. Well, with all that, we move on to the next segment, which Let's is heading to, from deathmatch to Japan. So kind of related, you know, because there was, used to be a lot of deathmatch in Japan. So we bring in. Hey, what's bro. happening, y'all? His name doesn't fit on the whole screen it here. Doesn't, yeah, Buddha Borracha, bro. I'm like, fuck it, you know. Yeah, it's 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 celebration for this weekend, man. Dude. This was insane. It, like, I didn't get a chance to really watch that much New Japan because combined with these three shows that we were at live, freaking Triple Mania, which was fucking amazing. I fucking loved it. Yeah. And then losing my goddamn voice at AW Dynamite last night, which, by the way, I fucking sang all the lyrics of the Jericho fucking song. It doesn't matter how that happened. Does not matter like I, that I cheated and had a piece of paper in front of me. I he still fucking like, sing. He looked like a person in church singing from a hymnal. Like he read. He read every word of the song. But you want hey, but we all sound we all sound great, dude. I, I, I heard, heard Bully Ray, I heard Meltzer, everyone was raving about fucking Houston. Texas is doing his motherfucking thing, man. I'm telling you. With that being said, let's go ahead and start talking about Japanese wrestling. So first, um, 
I want to talk about on some something that happened last week. So for a lot of people that don't know, being being a Japanese wrestling fan in the nineties and two thousands was rough as hell. It was a lot of trade. It was a lot of. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should. My bad. My bad. Twitter. No, go ahead, go ahead. It's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Yes. So it was the tape trading. It was very difficult. There was a there was hundred. There's like dozens of Japanese promotions. There was this group of three guys. Uh, it was Eric Shimolsky, um, Jamal Hebburn, and one other dude from Japan that started this thing called the Real Hero Drive, named after Chris Hero because he was also part of that whole trying to bring giving the the actual tapes for him to upload stuff. These guys are. I want to say one of the sole reasons why Japanese wrestling is as big as it is in North America. These guys right here, especially this guy, Jamel Hepburn, the real hero. If you've watched some Japanese wrestling, All Japan, New Japan, NOAA, Dragon Gate, somewhere online, whether it's Daily Motion, YouTube, Twitter, it is, I guarantee you, because of real hero. I would not be a wrestling fan right now. Because at that at that particular moment in my life, wrestling was boring to me. I, I caught on to the real hero drive, and it brought back my love for Japanese wrestling. It love, but, but it introduced me to Japanese wrestling, and it made me love wrestling sure. again. That's Fortunately, awesome. he died last last week. Um, it's unfortunate, you know. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's just it was just you know he was a young guy, you know, and he worked tirelessly. And if you hear guys, if you guys just look him up, just look, you can look on Twitter on Real Hero and talk, hear the wrestlers talk about all the great work that he's done. Just and he never asked for a single dime. This dude just busted his ass because he was a fucking fan and he wanted to spread the love of Puro Jeff Wrestling. So rest in peace, Jamal, man, brother. We're gonna miss you, man. It's unfortunate. It's a great loss to the fucking community, but. Just so you know that the, the the reason why New Japan is in America and the Phantoms here is because of you. So rest in peace, brother. Okay. With that being said, now let's talk about New Japan resurgence. Okay, so I'm gonna just hit some of the, the some of the just high points because we have a lot of shit to go through. So we're gonna talk about the big thing that fucking happened. Will fucking Osprey came back out of fucking nowhere, showed up, and showed that the real IWGP heavyweight champion is here to fucking stay in the United States. Okay? Fucking dude, I was so pumped up. I was excited. I read, I was running around the whole fucking room because I fucking love Will Ospreay. I don't care what the fuck anyone says. He may be a fucking schmuck on online, but as a wrestler, he's fucking awesome. Dude, and what I loved about it is he says he's coming to take over North America. He's whether it was he he realizes there's a New Japan talent in AW and Impact and New Japan Strong. So, hey, he, he might show up at a local show, which I'm going to talk about pretty soon. Next. <sighs> okay. I'm happy and I'm sad. Yay. Tanahashi. I fucking love Tanahashi. It's just, it just, see, it just see, seeing Tanahashi win the IWP US belt. Fucking just seeing his greatness, knowing that he's going to be back in U- US to defend his belt. Well, he's actually going to fight Ibushi September 4th for the belt in Japan. But that's never here there. But... It sucks that Lance Archer had to lose the belt. He just won it in a week. Like, yeah, it's crazy to me. But I mean, Tana, if anyone was gonna beat him, it's fucking Tanahashi, and he fucking put yeah. on a great match. It was so. just the timing. Terrible timing, man. Terrible the only timing, issue, man, dude. But what can you do? You know. So next, oh my God. Okay, so while so while yesterday while I was losing my fucking mind in AW, fucking screaming, chanting, you know, brought a friend over. She fucking loved it. Someone sent me this picture, and I literally wanted to cry. 
fucking Minoru Suzuki is going to be in fucking Autumn Attack. He's going to be in fucking Texas. He's going to be at the fucking show. Oh, my God. I, I, I literally I had to hold back tears because Suzuki is one of my fucking favorite wrestlers of all time. And I get to finally see him. And we can finally all sing his fucking theme song. You know, oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. Oh, you yeah, you won't need a paper for that one, right? No, I will not yeah, even I will not even put it Fuck you, love it. And also, <laughs> Will Ospreay is gonna be an autumn attack. So, if you need more reason to go to these new Japan shows, Minoru Suzuki, Will Ospreay, come on, bro. And of course, Lance Archer, you know, yeah, I love Lance Archer, we see him all the time. Fucking Minoru Suzuki, holy. shit. Okay, next. Uh, they just announced Suzuki will be at four shows for GCW this year as well. Yes, dude. It, 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 it makes sense, honestly, because everything that's happening in Japan right now with the pandemic and all that. It's just a lot of these guys, they, just, they need to work. They make, yeah. get paid. So come to the United States, right? Hell, yeah. Yes. So during this time period, too, there's a there, the Super Junior Tag League was happening. No one cares. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, Despi and Kanemaru won. Yay. But the big thing that happened is Freaking, we see show turn on Joe. Fucking show might actually gain a personality because he was the most boring one of Rapongi 3K. So we'll see what happens now. Supposedly they're both still in chaos, but Rapongi 3K is no more. What can you do? Yay. Okay. <laughs> Next, like I said, yeah, so it's. I know I was all excited because Tanahashi won a U.S. belt, but now he's gonna go back to Japan because in April and September fourth he's gonna fight against Ibushi. Now there's a reason for this though, right? So unfortunate. Uh, there's another outbreak of COVID in the in the in the New Japan locker room, and um, oh, yeah. Naito and Shingo caught the virus again. So it took out a lot of the guys. It was like eight guys. It was fucking ridiculous, man. So Tanahashi's come to save the fucking day, right? But I mean. It is what it is. What can you do? Unfortunate. Yeah. Okay. And last but not least, I'm see. I make sure I went through my list here. Yep. I went over everything. Nice. So, with that being said, that's all I have for New Japan. And also, go fucking AW. I fucking love it. I can't wait. Oh my god. And tomorrow is gonna be so exciting. Y'all have got to relax. I've never seen this side of you. I've never seen the uh, AEW family. The AEW lovers. I see. I've Dude, seen it like this for New Japan and anime, but this is new. Yeah. So, I mean, was it that great of a show yesterday? I mean, we can talk about AEW a little bit since you're here I and mean, you're at the show. I mean, if you guys want me to, I, right. I can I can totally do it. Our experts uh, not going to make it in, so we can yeah. just roll with it. Okay. So, and I actually have yeah. it here, so I'm prepared this time. No. So, yeah, no, dude. I was going to say, uh, what? Didn't they switch your seat? No. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. Okay, the first AW show, yes, they switched our seats like they fucking assholes they were. The second time, though, it was good. This time, okay. So, oh, for whatever reason, AW can't get their seat seat situation right. So thankfully, me and my friend, we were next to the ramp on the fourth row, but there were supposed to be six rows. So the people, when they're fifth and the sixth, they were trying to figure out where the seats to sit at, and it became a whole debacle and stuff. But thankfully, I just shimmy my way to the fucking to my seat, and it worked out perfectly. And I had fucking ramp, baby, right next yeah. to the fucking pyro and shit. Which, by the way, it's not the greatest thing for me, honestly, because a little fucking young. But still, it was a lot of fun. But yes, but yes. So I'm gonna say right now. Okay, so the the first match, it was very correctly. It was 
Oh, we don't uh, gotta do a full rundown. We can just talk okay, about it. Okay, cool, okay, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit my favorite parts then. My favorite point. Fucking, I got to see fucking Sting wrestle. That was fucking amazing. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Dude, okay. No I know people. A table? A table? Okay, no, 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 hold on, hold on. He, he sold it for it's eight crime. seconds. It's a crime. He's it's a crime. It's a crime. He sold it for eight seconds and it's Sting. It's a crime, it's a crime and it's I have Sting. a really controversial reason why. Why? This is not the society for us to have double standards in. We, we have made it very clear that if one person dies by the sword, the other person dies by the sword. I will let a lot of kayfabe slide, but people crucified Leo Rush. Nope, that's no, 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 but that, that was, was different. You know what? Yes, he fell off the ladder to the table, and then he just got powerbomb on the table. That's a very nope, different thing. People. Yeah, but dude, it was 2.0, 2.0, it was 2.0. They're not the strongest guys. To me, it's a big difference, big difference between a ladder drop and a power move drop. Regardless, though. And talking about double standards real quick, if it happened to Goldberg, holy shit, would the internet explode if that was Goldberg? There is a big double standard problem in the wrestling community right now. And I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I even said to him about something. I said, Josh, if you as a promoter did something like that, You'd get eaten alive. I don't understand why mm-hmm. it's fully accepted over there. Mm-hmm. You know what? And and, and you know and uh, and I I I I I will fully accept. I'm a hypocrite that there's a double standard because I'm telling you right now, when Sting got up, the <laughs> whole the whole place went fucking nuts. Oh, we were I mean, insane. There's no argument says, that it it, it, okay. it, 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 it was it was it was great, great, great. And not only that, I hate Goldberg. So Goldberg's a terrible example. No matter what he does, his ass can have a fucking five star match, which is impossible because he can't wrestle past three minutes or five one. minutes. He's yeah. How many times did Sting he, 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 he need one though. The leg drop. Say what? How many times did the king or the stinger not kick out of a leg drop, or an know. elbow, or an elbow drop? I don't know. Why would he kick out of a double power bomb? Why Dude, would he no sell a double power bomb? Because years? it was cool as fuck. That's why. why. That's why. That was that That's, was it. That is fucking sting. So who is fucking sting? Don't you Sorry. dare shit talk sting. I mean, and that was Sting's gimmick back, the bleach blonde. Yeah, Beach dude, he no sold a bunch of shit. Brainbusters yeah. from Hawk and Animal Road yeah. Warriors, he yeah, no sold a lot of shit. Pile drivers, so dude, it's just it, bringing it, back. So I mean, I can argue both sides, but it's just you, like you take a lane and stay in it. You know what I mean? No, 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 like I said, no, 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 I'm saying, like I said, maybe if I saw it on TV, I wouldn't have popped so hard. But dude, when, when when he got up and he's like, oh, I was like, oh my goodness, I fucking crazy. But yes, okay, next. So that, that, that was great. Um, also, Sammy Guevara uh, got engaged to his girlfriend. Yes, that, was awesome, that was an awesome moment. That was an hometown. awesome moment. Loved it. Yep, hometown. And that's another thing. Shocker. If someone's in their hometown, they should win. They can still win, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Thunder Rosa won? Dude, like, I was like, whoa, hold on a second. They, oh, they, they could win? And it got a big pop from the audience? Wow. Look at that. Huh. What 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 a what a weird what a weird well, way to book. They hate, they hate Sean's Y'all see those memes on Facebook right now where it's like, oh, and all of a sudden everybody who was a vaccination expert last week is all of a sudden a military specialist. I just be telling people, y'all should see wrestling fans. It is ridiculous. <laughs> so it is ridiculous. Yeah, people just walk out in a Hulk maniac shirt on a Monday and on Tuesday be like, I never root for that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's awful, it's awful, dude. Yeah. yeah. But hey, but I can say, say it. Hey, we love it all. And we all love it. 
We, we do, we do, we do all love it, dude. <laughs> I was such love a, it. I, so I'm no selling. Like when, when, uh, when uh, Spears kicked out of the fucking whatever that 360 fucking shit that that uh, same like, damn it, I was like, right? Yeah, like whatever, dude. I'm terrible at math, but yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, that was like really got kicked out of that. So I get, I get double standard. I know. I sh- yeah. why, why I that? Wasn't they... that mad about it? See, I, I was just like, but I mean, just because, a... just because I think that that happens. I think that no. if you get in ten fights. You're gonna win nine of them, and one of them you're gonna get knocked the fuck out, and look like a moron. Like that's just life. Sometimes things yeah. go your way, sometimes they don't. Right? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm okay. That's true. That spot the, worked a lot better for me. That's true. Uh, I will say. Um, so I, I I don't know how how the Jurassic Express match versus the John Bucks match went off. It um, it it, it kind of. So I loved it. It was, in my opinion, it was too chaotic. It was just way overbooked. It was over in the crowd. I get it. People were popping all over the place. It was just way overbooked. It it, yeah. it, it was like I was watching an evil fucking match in New Japan. I I wasn't a big fan <laughs> of it. But but up leading up to the, the 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 you know before all that, it was good. But I will say though, hey, the fact that Kenny Omega is wearing a Cookie Mo- a Cookie Monster shirt, you, you you know what that means? Fucking Miz, Miz is gonna show up in fucking Rampage tomorrow. The original fucking or oh, Chick Magnet It was Chick Magnet, not Cookie Chick Monster, Magnet. Chick Magnet. Yeah. See, two CMs. Yeah, dude, the original Chick Magnet was Miz. What? That's that's not that's not a hint. Come on, yeah. y'all don't remember the Chick Magnet? Yep, he's not going. I don't that's have any idea what's going on. on, on no, okay, okay, okay. I, I was just saying, I was saying, I was saying. <laughs> that's how we bring in experts. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then also, uh, last but not least, uh, that Jericho match was great. I mean, that entrance was insane. Like, I'll give you that. But let's now we can rewind five weeks ago. Okay. And what did I say about how shitty it was that the second labor was Nick Gage? Yeah. And then they end up with that bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh, 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 it, it did feel like the five labors kind of slow uh, played. It yeah. went. No, yeah. that, that's 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 fair. No, you know, like to to be that extreme, it would have made more sense if Nick Gage was the last one Mark because Ford. then he, his injuries yeah. would have built up. I, I get it. Yeah, it, it's it, they. I said they I wasn't going to complain about it till it was over, and now it's yeah. over, and I'm complaining yeah. about it. Warlow <laughs> I mean, uh, should have been first. First, yeah. Nick Gage should have been second. Hoovy third. No. Are you serious? No, 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 I'm sorry. Flip him. No. Hoovy, then Nick. No, no, you're saying who should be. Okay. I just see the other labor. No, 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 no. So, sorry. So, are, are you saying you're saying the order should have been or the order that it was? Because, in my opinion, I Nick Gay should have been I the second to last. should have been first. Nick Gay yeah. should have been fourth. Yeah, I agree. Because then. If, then, if MJF's the fifth. I mean, yeah, it has because to be then the injuries would have led the you know all the injuries he gained. Find Nick Gage would made more sense with MJF, but yeah. yeah, no, it was like I said the to me it, like after after that entrance, like they could have done whatever. Like it was just amazing. Yeah, being there that was great. It. And Jericho did what he could, but I yeah. think and also I think and I hate to say it because I'm fans of both, but I think that was MJF's worst match he's ever had on TV. Probably, probably it it, it, it kind of like the and I love is, and I love it just. And the finish was just like eh. mm, the finish like, was kind of overwhelming. Like, eh. Yeah, the finish was a little underwhelming. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but and then so. I mean Jericho's trying to put it over on t- social medias, and he's trying to you know carry it up and say now he's gonna go do soul searching, and you know he was appreciative of the fans, but now he's got to go dig because soul searching is that the new name of of Fozzie? He's gonna go do soul searching. <laughs> yep, go that's their new album. That's their next song. That's what he does. That's, what, that's that is the curse that comes with being a Jericho fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to for take sure, time for sure. For sure, That's right? Hey, awesome, again, yeah, good. I was gonna say, shout out to the fans again. Every oh, yeah. time AW like comes to, every time, and if it's GCW, local wrestling, ICW, AW, every promoter says the same thing. 
the Texas fans are hot as fuck, and everyone always loves the shows that happen here because we fucking blow the roof off. No matter what kind of wrestling it is, all wrestling fans show up. So shout out to Texas wrestling fans. No argument there. Yankees. We can all agree on that. Oh, shit. Bye. You gotta yeah, go. see, I got you. You can agree on it. Ah. Bye. You're gone. <laughs> go Yankees. You can take that shit out of here. <laughs> we won't talk about your Cubs, though. <clears throat> anyway, Thank we'll just keep you. moving Thanks. on. I'm still here. I'm gone to talk about our 22-game skin mm -hmm. crap. Anyway. Y'all don't have any – anyway. Let's just – we definitely need to change the subject after Angel fucking ending with Yankee bullshit. So let's Ooh. just move into the reason why most everybody's tuning in tonight, bringing in the one and only the hidden gem himself. He's been here patiently waiting. So let's welcome into the pit. Corvus, what's happened, what's man? Welcome to the pit. <laughs> what's that? Thanks, man. Can y'all hear me all right? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he's looking cool. good. Cool, cool. Looks so, good here, good. Doing all right, man. Like I said, thank you for joining us. Um, had some requests for your. Yeah, we actually got a special request for Corvus. Somebody told What's me, up? hey, you need to hear about some stuff, but you got to book them to hear it. Oh, shit. Mark, Mark oh, Dyer. God, what is up? I live rent-free in Mark's head, so it's fine. Oh, man. That's got to be wild, being rent-free. He owns more of my shirts than I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's it right there. We can move on from there. Well, man, want... I, yeah. I'm going to get straight into this question. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me – this may be a lot, but this is the one I've been waiting for. And, and curiosity kills my cat every day. The other day I was talking with Biss and he said, have you ever heard about Corvus's family? And I said, no, man, what's the deal? And he said, you need to ask him. And that's all he told me. He told me, book it, ask Corvus. I don't want to spoil it was what he said. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, Biss knows. I mean, a lot of people know at this point. And it's, I'd okay. I'm just gonna come out and say it. If you don't want to say it, no. If this is not no. supposed to be on a show, don't say it here. No, no, no. no it's nothing bad. It's just okay. something that I never like. A lot, a lot of people, like my close friends, and everybody knows. But like the Alvarado family, all of them, super Porky, Psycho Clown, Goya Kong. That's all my immediate family. So it's like Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. your face. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> Dude, are you serious? The Baracho crew is all Psycho Clown fans, man. We love Psycho Clown. Yeah, and it's not like some bullshit like my aunt's sisters, cousins, others. Married it's my neighbor. Mother, yeah. My dad, mom, my grandmother is the yeah. sister of Sharita Cruz, who is the patriarch of the whole family. Right. Yeah, it's real tough. I, I knew that, actually. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, some people, <laughs> nothing that I really publicize. I mean, I publicize it every now and then, but it's nothing like... I, I try. I try to like not go out of my way to mention it, sure. but I mean, people know. Yeah, sure. So. Sure, that makes that's more sense cool. because that's that. That makes a lot of sense because earlier that day we had been talking about Psycho Clown on Facebook, so now I know why he hit me up about it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So that kind of can circle into how I usually start these interviews. Is I always like to know because I know why I became a wrestling fan and why I love the business so much and then i have my stories of why i have a promotion and why the show and all that shit so i always like to ask talent you know why did you become a wrestling fan was it your family <laughs> relationship but it, was it, it and was, then also when what made make you want to become in the business as well like it's kind of a two-part thing so it was partly my family like i always grew up around it 
but it but um like i've lived in the united states basically my whole life so i wasn't around them but i always watched it and stuff but it was always one of those like you know how people are like like sometimes liking wrestling was frowned upon or whatever oh, until yeah. about maybe fifth or sixth grade and then i met my friend chris who was a huge wrestling fan and he kind of just brought it more and more out of me and it kind of all started from there like after that it was just full steam ahead you know i looked more into who my family was got into that um and it just started with that and then well i i it was one of those things that's like with me and him we're like maybe we can do this you know there you go like we can become wrestlers and he became like some successful meteor- uh, meteorologist and i don't know where he is now but uh so. <laughs> he's pointing out a green screen somewhere maybe <laughs> but, that's um, a wild left turn it's like man I'm gonna it is right but um after that I, st- I still wanted to be a wrestler you know but i didn't really know much around san antonio until i started going to like local shows and the local shows were like twa rcw which is where i met Biss actually yeah. um Oh. And from there, I met well Barry. Uh, I don't know if y'all, yeah, y'all know Barry. Everyone knows Barry, mm-hmm. the hat savant. Yeah. Yep. But um, he told me he goes, hey, there's a school, not a school, but he goes, there's a, a a gym here in town that trains wrestlers. If you want to check it out, so everything that I've done is probably his fault, um, in some way, you know. Yeah. But uh, I like so how you I say that. <laughs> it's his <laughs> fault. <laughs> his fault that's a wonderful choice of word but um (laughs) so i went to uh to the twa gym and that's where virus was virus barry breeze gave the babe um lemos dose like all those guys just rolling around and you know i told him i was like hey i want to be a wrestler and that's kind of how it started they let me in you know taught me taught me the basics and it was just going from there and this was like 2007 2007 2008 I started training a week after Steve Irwin died. And I know that's a messed up way to like think about yeah. thin, things, but <laughs> but that's the, how I remember it. A week after crocodile, Steve Irwin died. The crocodile dude, Steve Irwin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> First hey, time that's I, ever happened in the remember, pit. However you remember just, it is how you remember it. We just got the yeah, crocodile yeah. guy <laughs> dropped in the, in the pit. Morbid, but I mean, how I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Sometimes you just remember where you were in certain times, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's a ton of time in the business, man. Like, yeah, what 14 years? Yeah, I mean, a long time. What would you say along the way are some of the like your highlight moments? Like, if you had to give someone two moments to say this is Corvus, what would they be? So, um, for a majority of it, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't do shit. Like, I didn't do anything, I wasn't really doing it, I wasn't anywhere, you know, little lucha shows under a mask. Um, let's see. One definitely that I can think of is I was in a tag team for eight years with um, my partner, Logan, his new horizons, rest in peace. He's not actually dead. He's just dead emotionally. But um, like me and him defended our tag team titles against a team from Laredo called um, Young and Nasty. And then a guy who I've you know been stuck at the hip with, uh, Richie Garcia, and his partner was Masada. So that was one of the wildest nights from coming in and oh it's gonna be a tag match it's like okay well it's gonna be a six-man tag or a three-team match it's like okay cool who's the other team it's like it's richie and uh masada i was like all right so this is happening <laughs> that so, is pretty big moment because those are pretty big names 
I mean, a yeah, small so person. Was, I mean, Richie's a small person. He's a big name. So it's short. Masada's a big dude. Yeah, Masada's big name and big dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. One of my other favorite moments was, I think it was, and again, like, I've been I've been wrestling singles for a couple of years now, but I don't think I've had that just that moment. Well, no, you know what? I take that back. The um the last heavy metal show at the the pit, like in that building they had, where I defeated Thomas Munoz for the for the ACW uh, under thirty title, and that was like that reaction that I got had legitimately almost brought me to oh, tears. I missed that show. And that's that's another one because I, I never it. thought I'd get that kind of reaction from that crowd when it happened, and you know no one expects somebody to win a belt from a different promotion at that that night. I didn't, and then it happened, and that's that's one of my you know those two moments you know, one from my tag team career basically, and one from what I've done so far as a singles. Yeah, was, those really gonna, stand out. And it's funny that you brought up Richie too, so. Matthew was talking about your match you just had, which was people have been after talking hours. about it. The after hour show at GCWA, which is close to home for me. I mean, I'm in Kingsville. I sadly that's the first one I haven't gone to though, so I'm sad I missed it. Um, but also just to give you some kudos, I speak with the, the promoter daily, and that next morning, the only match that he brought up was y'all's match. As far as wow. like the one that I like, man, you missed Corvus and Richie, and I was like, wow, that's awesome. And then so he I, told me about it. So. I got several texts. Be, being a match <laughs> guy, I got several texts. Those glasses, you there? They said it got out of hand. Yeah, they said it got I out said, of hand. Oh no, I didn't know this. <laughs> I so tell us about that. that. Richie in the head at some point. I just didn't realize it'd be in corpus and with glass, but yeah, with at a after hours show in a bingo. <laughs> oh, but it was it was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> is that yeah, your, the, is that your first time working with glass, or have you worked with in the past? I've done it before, but not like I wouldn't call myself like a like I wouldn't I wouldn't be a guy that does that regularly. Sure, you know. We see the deathmatch corpus is on the feel, rise. Do you feel like that's something inside of you? Do you feel like that's something inside of you, or do you feel like that that's just a level that corpus can go to to elevate a match from time to time? I, if if it, if it comes to it, I can totally do it. Like I'm totally down to do it again. The Raza Unida was another one that mm. show. Yep. Yep. I, I loved that like the Bracho death match obviously was my favorite match of the uh, of yeah. <laughs> um so and that match was a ton of fun man like tell me about that y'all were all over the place there was six of you guys working all over the ring like tell oh, me about yeah. how that match was for you that's right you were in that it was it, as as crazy as it looked like literally like we just went out there and hit each other with everything I'm just I'm looking around looking for stuff to hit people with without trying to get hit like. I don't know, like, it was literally as crazy as it looked. Yeah. And um, that whole table thing backfired on me, though, at the end. But that was the worst for me. Like, everything else, I'm fine. Getting pulled out of that barbed wire really, really sucked. Uh, it get caught up in your hair or anything? In my hair, but, like, one of them, like, stabbed me right in the back. Yeah. Like, it actually went in, and when they pulled me out, I felt that one. I was like, man, that sucks. <laughs> My favorite, uh, for those of y'all that are listening and watching, my favorite moment of Raza Unida was actually, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you were on the receiving end of this beatdown or whatever, but like Corvus and Raxo had come over to where the Barachos were at, and there, there's a whole lot of commotion going on. And I remembered that I never found out who the father was at Heavy Metal, 
So I just like I, I I didn't get to see the end of that storyline. So just me being the drunk guy, I just shouted at Corpus. I was like, Corpus, did we ever find out if you were the daddy? And he said, I was not. And I was like, Oh, cool. And they racks <laughs> was like, I was. And he's like, <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit, it was Raxo. Like that's like that's the thing about Corvus though. Like you kind of have this stigma. Like a lot of wrestlers have to stay current and like stay in promotions. But like even though I don't see Corvus often, I always hear about Corvus. Like how cool is that to kind of be like a stigma amongst fans? I mean, I like it. it I mean, I'd rather people be, like whether it's positive or negative, you're still talking about me. Yeah, that's really all I care about. You know, Mark can say I suck until the cows come home. But he's still talking about me. But he's talking about you. Like you said, you're living There's in his head. There's five people in the chat right now that want to fight Corvus. I know. Like I wish some of them knew how to click the link so we could see their name. But you know that's a whole other discussion <laughs> that we Roland. have. Every yeah, Roland said he wants to fight you again. I I did put that up there. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as that kind of thing, I mean, as you know, being part of the Texas scene and seeing how guys that you worked with in heavy metal a lot are kind of blowing up and going everywhere. Is there any, anybody out there that you would still like to work? Cause you're, you, everyone has a list, right? Um, yeah. And you've been around a lot of these guys. And I mean, you just said Richie and Masada. I mean, like those are two fucking pretty cool names already. <laughs> you know what I mean? But do you have a, a list still, or there's still um, boxes to check? I mean, you have, you've had a pretty good long career, which a lot of people can't even say that. So there's a couple there's and then like, like some of these guys have wrestled but they've evolved so much since i have that you know i want like aaron mercer is one of them yeah you know i was kind of yeah. i was hinting at that <laughs> he was the one that was in my mind that's aaron cool mercer's one that we've wrestled before but i mean now he's a completely different beast he's um, he came back he came back a different dude <laughs> adam another guy that i've wrestled before but it's it's not the same prince adam that we have now like it's completely different <laughs> And I like, want that. Even just the last year alone, he's yeah. Are you yeah, talking about just, you want to you want to fight old school Adam? Or, I I I fought old school Adam maybe a couple of years back. Now this new Prince Adam, Little Evil, that's who I want. Okay, so, yeah, there okay. you go. This Fast Eddie. Matt's saying, have you ever yeah. worked with Ruben? I know you've Actually, worked yeah, for, shows with uh, him, yeah, for about a year, almost man. Like a year straight, when I was in that team with Logan, we uh we faced the horde all over Texas, you know, yep. in singles and tag match. So I've wrestled Ruben quite a bit. Again, he's I'm so happy for him. He deserves everything that he's getting. He's blown up so much, and like I'm so happy to see you know that he's finally getting his due. Dude, we went with Ruben. we all agree with that. We went to Tampa <laughs> when Ruben had his ICW debut. We went up there just to see Ruben debut, and I kept texting Dunbar. I'm like. Dude, I did not like. We all knew that Ruben had exposure in Texas, and he had gone outside of Texas and wrestled the IWA like seven or eight years back. Deathmatch fans fucking remembered Ruben. Like they they were like, "Oh fuck, Ruben's here!" It was crazy. Like Ruben's reception everywhere else is much like it is here. I'm glad, man. He literally he is the way that we love him. That's how he deserves to be loved all over. And I'm I'm oh, glad yeah. that it's fine. It literally couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah, I mean, amazing. I say he's um, probably beat the shit out of me more than anyone else. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an honor. We had actually had him on my one of my shows, and it was an honor to have him. He was such a great dude to work with behind the scenes and just professional oh, yeah. and and fucking cool as fuck. <laughs> so, know, man, like 
people don't know, and it doesn't, I've been around Ruben very little, and I've seen multiple acts of kindness that I've never seen from other people. Like, Ruben is insanely good, dude. Like, he's wild. Like, it's crazy. You're not wrong there. It's good people. But this this is about, this is about Corvus. Yeah. This is about Corvus. What are you talking about? Ruben's already been another one. Yes. And Brian Keith. Brian Keith just probably, he, He's already big, but that match that he had at ICW this weekend was killer. He he took on Justin Kyle. Holy shit. He's been on a run, like, even just the yeah. last month. <laughs> like, I mean, we can go farther back, but, I mean, the match he had with Davey Richards at the showcase. And oh, then yeah. just last, like you said, this weekend. So what do you there's, there's, like, there's a lot, what? but, you know. That's a good one to have on your list. What do you think? You have you? No, my bad. You go ahead, Josh. No, I was just gonna still just to double down. You haven't worked him even back in the day when he nah, I have he was not coming up. Yeah. Cause I remember there, I mean, there's been shows that you were on that he was on though, right? Y'all just didn't work. Yeah, we've we've done yeah. plenty of shows together. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. So I had to clear my brain. I had to get an itchy brain and it <laughs> me for days. So I have to get it out. That's why I have a talk show. <laughs> I gotta get that shit out or I want everybody to sleep. Cool. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what? What are you working on right now? Is my question. Like, what is Corvus doing right now in the wrestling world? Hmm. Well, right now, I mean, like, I, I, I've got a couple bookings left. I'm trying to get more, but I mean, this it's kind of been kind of hitting like touch and go with this whole COVID situation. Yeah. But um, Sad. I don't know, man. I'm trying to like stay relevant, you know. If if hopefully things don't die down, but they might. But I'm just trying to like stay out there, stay, you know. I'm constantly coming up with like shirt ideas. I have a stupidly large pro wrestling tea store and just a bunch of different designs. I don't know why. Mark has them all. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's really it. Like, I, have, I have two more shirts. I love that this so week. much. I love and then that we're so just going to like play it by ear and see where it goes, you know, after that. Yeah. What's I'm uh... always down to do more shows. I've got one. I've also, uh, I hope it doesn't get upset. Well, I won't say where. But October twenty second, I believe, uh, I'll be back. So, and like I said, hopefully everything stays okay. COVID dies down, and all these shows can still happen. We have requests for more death matches from. I agree. I mean, if you somebody books me and they're like, "You want to do a death match?" I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I'm telling you that that to me is the thing. Like, the death match community is, is such a great community. The fan base is great. The matches are great. And there's so many yeah. different levels that you can go to. But it's tough, too, because it's real easy to tell guys, oh, you should do death matches. That is no one's burden to carry but Corvus's. You know what I mean? So Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, easy for us. Like, I mean, you should do that. You should go do all that shit with Gus yeah, and yeah. Until it's actually time to do death match stuff. I don't know if you saw – well, y'all didn't see the match, but, um, you know – Really, you know, uh, the Savage Prince Richie Garcia, he pulled. He he's the one that pulled out the weapons. He was like, "All right, let's do it." And then as soon as it got turned on him, he didn't. Yeah, it, <laughs> he wasn't did, a fan. It, it did turn on him. Yeah, I, I saw what is. this just said too. That's another. That's another thing. A lot. I've I've wrestled pretty much all over Texas, but very very seldomly in Dallas. Yeah, and that, there's a lot of guys up there in like MPX and stuff that I so mix it up. Wesley Clean, Dimitri Alexandrov. Like there's there's a whole Dave Sagan. There's a list, like yeah. There's a list in itself just in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Like holy oh, yeah. crap! Oh yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> up and coming talent. Yeah, 
Uh, it'd be, actually be a great place to end up. VIP would be a great place too. You could go over there and kick the shit out of Nastico any day. Oh, we would, all, <laughs> we would, we would love that here in the pit because we all hate his fucking guts because he's the worst. Always, we we got it. We say that almost every show, no matter who the talent, <laughs> the guest is. It always ends up us saying that Nastico sucks and we hate him. He's always in the comments fucking up everything. So, <laughs> so as far as you know, Dallas is somewhere you want to, you know, maybe venture. Is there? Anywhere else or other promotions that you kind of would be like, man, if I could get to that one, or is there just, is that like everywhere? Like sometimes they have people answer that question by saying anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere and everywhere. Like I, I'm trying to think the last time I, I, I don't think I've ever rejected a booking, but there's one, there's some like in Memphis and stuff that were so last minute that I, it was just out of my control and I couldn't like yeah, make it. And the, the comment section yeah. is just on fire. <laughs> what is that, Mark? So that's Mark. Oh no, he's just shooting on Nastic. I was like, is he kind of supporting yeah, you all of a sudden? Mark he's already turned. Like, yeah, <laughs> unless like Nastic goes involved, and then it's just completely, you know. Yeah, that, there was there was a debate online. I think that who who hates Nastico more, Mark or me? And I think then it came down. I think it was unanimous that it was me. <laughs> so I don't know, Mark pretty hard mark that's what i was gonna say man mark mark has shade and a lot of it and he's cunning he like it, it's wild like mark is one of those guys you got to keep your knives sharp because his are always going to be that way my favorite memory or not well yeah they're memories what the hell uh, i'll be sitting in the back getting ready for a match as soon as my music hits you just hear him lose his mind <laughs> and then i did a I did a show for um atlas wrestling promotion and i have different music over there and oh, i don't think he knew snuck, right away snuck in there. Him, huh? oh because i was yeah because i was i was uh i was a last minute opponent for nathan bradley so he didn't realize that i was going to be in that match and as soon as i came out he again he just lost it <laughs> and that's my favorite thing i love pissing him off yeah yeah it seems like a goal but isn't that i mean isn't that the, one of the biggest parts, I mean, everyone loves wrestling. You were a fan of wrestling, want to be a part of wrestling. But when you know that the fans get involved, good or bad, like, isn't that just oh, yeah. like the ultimate victory? I mean, everyone, oh, I want titles. I want big things. But I mean, if the fans don't care, what does it even matter, right? Like, it's, I exactly. mean, what do you think? If you boo me or you cheer me, it's like you're making noise for me. If I come out and there's no reaction, I'm like, oh, man, I'll just walk to the back. Not yeah. really, but and it's like you might you're just rather, be like, yeah, we got to hear you suck. I'll, I'd rather hear the whole crowd chant Corvus still sucks than hear them say nothing at all. Like it, I, I can work with that. It, yeah. I, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Do so. you feel like I've always had this wondered when you're when you're in the ring and you're taking heat? Do you do you can you feel the difference between like earned heat that you're supposed to get and like Jesus Christ, who booked this fucking dude again? Type of heat sometimes i've only i've only been in that situation a few times and i think roland if roland's still in the comments he was there for one match where um i hit somebody really really hard like right in front of roland <laughs> because that was that's what was happening the crowd was not into it and i was getting upset <laughs> i mean that's got to be a tough spot whenever you're just like you know this has worked so many other places and then sometimes the crowds is just fucking dead and i've been in crowds that are that way and i mean it's just does that just does that make it harder or do you just kind of just kind of say like let's just get back to the curtain 
You know, like, how does, like what happens in that? I mean, sometimes they see that as motivation. Like, I want to be the one yeah. that wakes them up or I'm just like, fuck, man. It, it depends. <laughs> like, sometimes if I'm, like, I'm into it, I, I, so I can't hear the crowd sometimes. Like, after a big move or something, like, I hear them, but I don't hear them, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Like, I know they're there and they're making You hear noise. noise. Like, you know it's yeah, not, but I'm not silent. Yeah. What's going on? Once everything dies down a little bit, then I can hear them. Unless it's Mark because he's loud as hell. So, you know, I can always hear him. Um, so yes. Heavy Metal Thunder um ran for like a year out of that um warehouse or whatever you call it. Um warehouse. Really big. Like that was a really big deal. Like a lot of people had eyes on Heavy Metal Thunder. It was weekly. It, it was it was you were a big part of that. Like how cool yeah. was it to be a part of Heavy Metal Thunder and like all the weekly I, shows that were going on? Yeah, I went to a few. I really <laughs> believe that that like if it wasn't for heavy metal thunder, I wouldn't be here. Like there's a lot of stuff and it's going mean, to, it's going to get kind of dark, but there was a point where I was ready to just like walk away. I was like, man, I'm not doing anything. This isn't like, it's not fun for me anymore. Like I'm not doing anything. And then um, Dunbar hit me up to do a show at the, or I hit, I hit Dunbar up to do a show at the Alamo Dome. And kind of since then it was for Alamo city comic con and did a show there. And then after that, it just kind of built and built and built. And then the then thunder came around and it was cool because it was like it was a fun environment everyone's so cool it was you know and that's even before the show starts but it actually really helped me me evolve because i was also still in the tag team there right yeah with me and logan and we were there for the maybe the first couple months we were still together right. and then after that he had to go away for a while well he's still away but you know the titles didn't you have the uh, titles no, at one point? One thing we didn't we didn't win the heavy metal tag titles. Okay. But um, after that, I I feel like when he had to retire, if it hadn't been for Heavy Metal Thunder, I don't know where I'd be right now because that those those weekly shows gave me an opportunity to like become something else and work on it weekly. Right. And without those weekly opportunities to like evolve, I don't think I'd you know, be what I am now. Yeah. So it was a lot. And plus, I mean, just every night, like every Thursday, you got something to look forward to. It was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. When it was just, you know, you just know it's like, all right, it's Thursday. Kind of like, you know, yeah. Thursday night, 730. 730. I got to go, I only <laughs> got to go to one Thunder. There was only one Thunder. I, I Like my schedule and my boss at the time was just an asshole. And I like, I couldn't get the time, but I got to go to one and I, it was near the end. And that was the one thing I regretted was that I couldn't go to more of those because that was the, that was the vibe. Like, that was oh, what yeah, I would nice. hear from people like, oh, Thunder was this, Thunder was that. And you typically at that time with all those shows running, like the rumor mill on like a free show, that type of deal, it typically doesn't run. Like a lot of promotions just like, oh, yeah, we have weekly stuff. You would hear about Thunder. Like people would be like, check this shit out. Like look what so-and-so. There were a lot of guys getting big during there. Like Bedlam that's was where, really turning some stuff. Marshall was one of them. That's where I met Rupert. That's where I saw Rupert for the first time work. Was that one of those yeah. shows? Have you met Thunder helps <laughs> lot of people like like i said weekly shows weekly shows like that that doesn't happen anywhere almost weekly yeah. shows everyone definitely now everyone. it doesn't right Johnny now it doesn't um joe demaro you oh, know i miss joe like it, it, it literally helped everybody yeah and it was it was cool and the, the cool thing too is whether you were there in person or you were there or you saw it on twitch right every single week you'd see more and more people like more and more and more until like that final show where it was just packed to the, I mean, that you couldn't fit any more people in there if you tried. No, it was it was fun to watch from Twitch. Like, 
it just just a great vibe. Like I agree with you. That's the type of thing when you look at the talent that was working that show. You said it. I mean, there's a lot of guys that right now are really just catapulted. And and, and that's came from those shows. Heavy metal, like heavy metal, has always been a good platform. There's a lot of good companies out here that are great platforms for talent, like like Corvus, like Bedlam, you know, like Ruben, people like that. They can just that's go it. out there and be them. So I met Dill Dempsey. Ruben, yeah, Ruben, Dill Dempsey. Dempsey. Yeah, love that kid. That kid. And that's where I saw him was at Thunder. Yeah, I can't say too. I mean, so much about that. It's yeah. so good. Sorry, you broke up there. What was the last thing you said? Is it ASF is another one that like more, oh, yeah. more eyes on him slowly, and now look at that kid. I love him. Yeah, yeah. he's amazing. ASF is insanely talented. It's that time of the show. We never let the talent know. I never give them a heads up about it unless they. So the only way you would know is if you've ever watched. But it's our fun surprise game that we play. We we do a go home segment with all our talent. It's a twenty question rapid fire. That me and Numero Dos go back and forth. Random questions have usually nothing to do with wrestling whatsoever. It just kind of lets us dig deep into the talent and see, you know, get your mind working. We say it's <laughs> rapid fire, like a five count, but it's an AEW five count. I say the same joke every week. Sorry. Um, so, you know, it could take 20 seconds because AEW doesn't follow rules. They do whatever. They want. But the main question is, Corvus, are you ready to go home? Yeah. Bring it uh, up. Corvus, is anything in your refrigerator expired right now? The milk. Oh, <laughs> oh no, Corvus, get rid of the milk. <laughs> Would you rather have lived in the 1870s or 1970s? 1970s. They were all right. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Bozo versus Psycho Clown versus McDonald's in a fans bring the weapons match at a playground. Who wins? The fans, I mean, no, but Psycho Clown, <laughs> no, the agreed. fans is a good answer. agreed across the board. Both answers, it's funny we have clown questions, but would you rather wear a clown nose or a clown wig for the rest of your life? These were written down, like, uh, these written clown down. Wig. <laughs> and we never Even talk about I, our questions. We hate clowns, like, I have, a, I have a very weird phobia of them. I know why, but I mean, it, it's it really interesting. So Like Malico, you could not put me in a room with him. I would be out so quick. Really? Malico's kind of freaky, though. Like, honestly. Like, he's not <laughs> your standard clown. Malico's like, I'm here to rip your dick off type of clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. What is your – what's what's your go-to piece in Monopoly? Oh, man. I don't even remember the pieces in Monopoly. Oh, my, I've always had the gimmick monopolies. They they never have like. Actual oh. <laughs> okay, like Wilburrow, tugboat, dog, whatever. Just pick top one. hat, Wilburrow. Top hat, top hat. Corvus is a top hat. I use the Wilburrow so I could carry the money. If you became president, <laughs> what's the first thing you would change? That Mark Dyers should not be allowed to live here. God damn! God nice. damn! Look out, Mark. Boom. How many letters would the HOA have to send you to make you mow your lawn if you really didn't want to do it? This actually happened. Um, <laughs> that always makes it better. The question is for personal <laughs> reference okay. on my side as well. <laughs> We're about to move. And so I just stopped giving a shit. So like three? <laughs> if you Corvus were invisible. Corvus braver than me. I always met. I, the first time I got that letter, I was like, shit. But Corpus is like, nah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. We got like one or two, and then we were moved out like the next week. So I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> what 
If you were invisible for one day, what would you want to observe? Mm. Oh, man. What they really put in McDonald's burgers. Oh, that's like wow. just sitting that's back. nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. I asked this one last time and I didn't, didn't know I was gonna love this question so much. So I'm gonna ask it again. The place you want to visit the most in the entire world. Have you been there yet? No, it's um it's Japan actually, but no, I've never had that opportunity. Okay. Would you rather go to the beach or the mountains? The beach, because I hate walking. Side note, I've been to the beach with Corvus. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was a very crazy day. How much, <laughs> how much money would you get together to pay your favorite band to play you a solo concert just for you? Um, how much could I actually get or how much would I try to get? Actually, man, I have like 500 bucks. I don't know what I <laughs> that's, that's what I said. I was like, I got five or 600. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. What's the difference between a cupcake and a muffin? The frosting, probably. Nice wow. answer. Pick a the number. My between, pick, pick a number between one and ten. Seven. Close. Nine. <laughs> that's eight that you've picked up there though by the way no i didn't <laughs> oh that... it is Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he argued you with were a lot closer than i was <laughs> <laughs> what was the, what's the worst gift you've ever received you don't have to say who it's from but i mean <laughs> i guess they would know if they give it to you right? <laughs> uh a phone case for a phone that i don't have Ooh, that's pretty fucking <laughs> worthless that's, it is. I is. have this phone case. I just don't have that type of phone. They don't know that. Would you rather have Velcros shoes or shoelaces? Velcro shoes, because I hate lacing up everything. And real quick, so I have these the white boots that I wore. I they were supposed to be like like Velcro or like straps because I didn't. I was tired of lacing them, but I forgot to tell the guy that. I wanted them that way. So he still put laces on them. So now mm. I'm stuck doing double the work. Oh, damn. Oh, I gotta do both. <laughs> Son of a... Do, yeah. do aliens exist? Yes. Yep. Are you a cat person or a dog person? A uh, dog person. Nice. Yes, victory. What's your favorite word? Fuck. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That's a good That's one. A, that is a good one. <laughs> how many Skittles are uh, no, it's not Skittles. How many M&Ms are normally in a standard size bag? Like 30 something? 56 is the average number given to us by the web. Really? It was, close, it was closer than the last one that you asked that. Like the Costco, like just like bags of Skittles. I no, no, like the, the one like at HEB or something. You just grab it while you're at the register, the regular one. Yeah, I have like a box of those. I'm, I don't I'm count some. <laughs> He's gonna go, <laughs> Corey's gonna go make a video counting M&Ms. <laughs> it, it did say average, so if you come out with like 55 oh, okay. or 58, that's why. But if you come out with like 36, let me know. We're gonna hit oh. up the internet. <laughs> cool. So I said the 
all the questions are random and different, but the 20th question is always the same. And there other ones haven't had right or wrong answers, but this one does have a right or wrong answer. And if you see our little gimmick cartoon here next to us, you might see who's on what side of it. Do pineapples <laughs> go on pizza? Absolutely not. Yes. Oh, no! yes. Oh, yes. Why We're are back, you baby. Like that? Like, We're back, baby. <laughs> Hell He's yeah. Absolutely every, not. Every time you ask for a guest and I bring him for you, they're on my side. <laughs> Love true. it. That, that's a bad <laughs> omen for me. Every time I pick the guest, it, they never agree with me. He's like, yeah, I get Corvus. Oh, I can get Corvus. He's cool. He's cool. <laughs> cool. And now... Boom, another one. All his deathmatch guests have said that, and <sighs> I love it. He's our deathmatch expert. Pineapples I, do not side belong note, I, I definitely want deathmatch Corvus. So if that is if that's on your radar, you have at least two fans because I know Stephanie said she, or she wanted to see yep. it and I want to see it. So just saying, Corvus. I mean, I'm totally down. You know, I don't, I don't know who's out there willing to book it, but book it. I'll do it. I ain't scared. <laughs> uh, Josh Thanks. could do it. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> they always got to make it awkward at the end. Thank you so much for joining us in the pit, man. I really appreciate it. Hope you had a good time. Let everybody know oh, where to find you on the socials. Uh, so on on Facebook, it's Corvus and then GZA. Don't worry about what that stands for. Um, but normally on Twitter, it's Corvus, C-O-R-V-I-C-E with an underscore. And it's the same on um, Instagram. And then just look up my name on Pro Wrestling Tees. And like I said, I've got a bunch of designs. They're all kind of cool. But you know, Mark, Mark's uh, Facebook page and look at his pictures. Yeah. Mark, <laughs> if you want to know what Corvus's shirts look like, you can go to Mark's social and see all of it all over there. You can even see some <laughs> that he made because he hated me so much. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically it. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. And you got matches coming up. I said you, you had a couple of bookings coming up. You can let, yeah. if you want to promote have, those too. Uh, I have. October, October, uh, August 28th for uh, Pride Championship Wrestling. I'm wrestling the returning Mr. Prestigious. So, you know, if you've been around Texas Wrestling for a while, you know, you might know who Mr. Prestigious is. And, um, you know, he's, um, all these guys are coming back and, like, they're trying to make a name. They're trying to, like, reestablish themselves at my expense, and I'm not having it. So, <laughs> boom. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that. Mox, your time. I like that, Mox. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. about this is about me. It ain't about you no more. Um, and then October, or again, August 29th, the very next day after I beat Prestigious' ass, um, I'm in Eagle Pass for uh, Amazing Pro Wrestling against Avon Axel for the APW heavyweight title. And so, nice. yeah, so that's, you know, I, uh, I like having, so I want to take another one so that way I can carry two around and be completely obnoxious with it. Yeah. And that, that's well-deserved <laughs> and as it should be. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for your Thank time. You. We enjoyed it. Hope you did too. Right. We'll see you soon. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Such well, a great you here, folks. That was a great interview. And, and just for those of y'all that have been with us the whole time, it's, it's really that simple, simple to get us to book somebody. If you want to see us bring somebody in the pit, just let us know. That's how we pick guests. Who do you yeah, want to talk we, to? I want to talk to this guy. That's what we do. That's how uh, pretty much 99% of the time, that's how we pick our guests. We get in our discussion and who do we want? All right, I'll hit him up and we bring him up. Yeah. And then, and then we have a great time.
Another one in the books, man. Episode seventy-six. I'm gonna try to count so we don't, so I don't lose track. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've been talking about how many shows we've all been on, and how we're we're just just about half a year away from show one hundred. We'll have to plan something big for show one hundred. Yeah. And the anniversary is November twenty something. I need to look at the date. So we're getting ready I for like that suggestion, Stephanie. I definitely would love to have Atticus Kogar in the pit. I'm just saying. Might have to reach out to someone. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to end it right there, too. Later, guys! See ya!